you're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 94. Hi, how have you been? <laughs> Coming to you from Aspen, but loading the car, getting ready to hit the road again. Thomas Miller, thank you for dropping in on this podcast. Yeah, we have some catching up to do, and we will. But I'll tell you, this podcast is mostly just a free flow. I normally have an outline in front of me when I do these and kind of know at least the direction that I'd like to go. This time, no notes, because I'm going to bring you in on some things that I'm just working through. And hasn't that been most of what the previous 94 have been about, except for a few, haven't they? Oh, and by the way, speaking of that, I have a great series coming up. I'm putting it together right now, and I'm going to be talking to Rob Mitchell. You don't know him, but Rob is a fascinating individual who runs a trading room called oiltradingroom.com. How about that? And I'll be talking about this when we introduce him in the podcast, but I found him. Actually, I found the URL just by a good old-fashioned Google search, but then I found this video that he had done on it was on YouTube where he talks about the same kind of stuff that we talk about. So I have an interest in his world, and I thought, what a better way to learn and study under somebody than who speaks exactly the same language. Now, there's a difference between Rob and me. I, look, I've just lived life, and I get on here and talk about it. Rob is brilliant. He's a software systems designer figuring out how to trade the markets more effectively. Okay, let's just start there. And it gets better and better because his focus has really shifted to the material that we talk about here. And I'm so excited to kind of, we're not going to talk about trading. We're going to talk about life. But, you know, the book Zen and the Art of Archery. Have you ever read that? You could almost write the book Zen and the Art of Trading because it's almost the same thing. It's escaping your mind in order to execute a physical task. So you're looking at all this stimuli that's coming at you on the screen, and then you just have to dismiss it and go with your instinct. In fact, this afternoon, Rob is leading a pendulum class for his traders. Now, how cool is that? I'll just drop it off right there, and we'll pick that up when we initiate the series. And no, I won't make you wait. As we record them, I will release them, I promise. And this is going to be a very fascinating conversation, and you're going to get a lot of depth from this guy. So if you want to look him up or just see what he's up to, oiltradingroom.com. And then there's there are a lot of videos, but there's this one in particular that um, that is on YouTube where he talks about the consciousness side of all of this. Okay, Sedona. A lot of you have been asking about Sedona, and I'm not going to talk about it very much. <laughs> you know, I think the consensus of the 24 of us who went to Sedona, for most of the people, it was just a lot of processing. You had to be there. We had people who had breakthroughs there. I've got one story that maybe we'll try to weave into this podcast at some point down the line of a young lady from Texas who had an amazing breakthrough on the last morning. The leader of the group had an amazing breakdown that started the last morning. So, I mean, it's just that's Sedona. I mean, that's the way that it happens. But, you know, I, I put this together and then it just kind of grew and grew. And and everybody got to really see that Sedona pushes on me in a way that is like no place else, nobody else, nothing else that I've ever experienced in my life. But, you know, if there's one thing that I've learned in the experience of my life, it would be this, that from something like that, from a challenge, 
can come an equal and opposite positive. It's called the law of polarity. We've talked about it here a lot. So I left Sedona kind of licking some wounds and was just absolutely exhausted. So I had planned to leave Sedona and come to Colorado and do this fishing extravaganza that happens every year at exactly the same time we were in Sedona. It's called the Black Caddis Hatch on the Arkansas River. It's between Salida and Canyon City, and it's a, it's a fly fisherman's dream. The fish get real active, and it's all driven by, you know, it's driven by several factors. The weather, the snow melt, just a number of different things combine to tell you when this is going to happen. Well, it, it started happening when we were in Sedona. In fact, it started happening before we went to Sedona. And I'd been really looking forward to this since I came to Colorado last fall. I left Sedona, and I couldn't fish. I was so physically and emotionally tired, I could not put the waders on and go to the river. Just couldn't do it. Body said needed rest. But I stayed in this little town of Salida, Colorado for about 10 days probably and eventually got my strength back, went out, had a absolute blast on the river and had a really good time in Salida. That little town has got some good energy to it. So as I was unpacking Sedona and experiencing this other thing that I just absolutely love, I mean, what have we been talking about? What does Fred Dodson talk about all the time? Follow your what begins with a B. No, not that. Follow your bliss. And that's what I've been doing here, guys. That's that's exactly what I've been up to since November. When you've been hearing me talk about Aspen and all this stuff, I made a real conscious decision, knew that the uh, job that I was doing in Dallas where I was doing PR and communications for a public company knew that that was on the slide, that completed, and I decided to kind of put my feet where my mouth was and follow things that I have loved to do all of my life. This is where my soul has been. So the whole going to Salida after Sedona was just following my soul. And boy, have I realized that we don't do enough of that. And that's a whole separate podcast. But bottom line, in Salida, they've developed this little downtown area that's right on the Arkansas River, flows right through it. And, of course, they've put a couple of restaurants there. And I sat on the balcony of one of these restaurants one night and just had an absolute download. And that was one of the intentions that I had set as I was mapping things out post-Sedona. And I was looking at all of what happened and then looking at what's next. I knew that I wanted to have something come to me that I could pass on, that be a conduit, that would be a, of download form. The best analogy that I could express of that is, you know how J.K. Rowling talks about being downloaded, basically, the whole Harry Potter theme and series? Wasn't she on a train? Isn't that how the story goes? But basically, she just got it. And then all she had to do was put the pieces together. So I had been mapping things out, literally using a mind map program, and one of the branches on the mind map was download. So that came together in Salida, and I've been putting the pieces of that together since and working on that almost every day. It is an amazing, amazing process. Used it on myself a couple of times, starting to branch it out to some other people. And then as really the, say, the third layer of testing is I'd like to ask some of you if you would be interested in doing this process it really is a culmination, if you will, of all of the work that I've done. It kind of puts everything into one basket, if you will, and then puts a very precise thread through it where you can take 
literally any symptom, let's say physical, emotional, whatever it is, wherever it's manifesting, that's, of course, your subconscious talking to your body, and isolate that, identify it, and reverse it. And I'll tell you, the two areas that I've worked on it for myself have been profound, literally amazing. So I'm working on getting that bundled and packaged and ready to roll out. And like I said, I need to test it with a few more close-in folks. And then, since you guys are a group who kind of understands where we're coming from on this, I would open it up if some of you would like to work with me directly on that and be a part of that process, then I would love to have you do so. I will let you know when the time is ready. And I think that that whole process, the way that it looks, is that whole process is going to lend itself to a possibly even up to a two-day workshop because one of the advanced preparations of that is obviously being able to be in tune with yourself, with your inner self, with your intuition. So that's almost a precursor, and then you can get into the process. And oh, by the way, I told you I was skipping around today. I'll be leaving Colorado for Texas you're saying, what? <laughs> Just for a few days. Um, my son is getting married in Dallas. They've been engaged for a year, started dating in high school, senior year, been together ever since, inseparable, basically. And they are going to do it. So it's kind of funny how these things come back around because it's going to take me back to a lot of things that I've dealt with. But it, we're going to see how thoroughly, let's put it that way. So, you know, when you start this process, I'll tell you, it's just so amazing on this journey. It's just absolutely so amazing. I have seen so much synchronicity and the universe just taking every little point and bringing me to a, to a place where I can work on that and deal with it. And, you know, that's the process. When you open up to this, a very benevolent, loving, generous, kind, wonderful universe will come to your side. I have seen through this process that I'm telling you about, that I've been working on, showed me exactly why I came to Aspen and exactly what I needed to do in order to get the lesson of why I was brought here. And it involves some past things before my birth, very clearly outlined what it involved, why I'm here, and what I'm to do about it, all from connecting inside Subconscious Mind, Intuition. You know, when I named this podcast series Subconscious Mind Mastery, I had no idea. You know, I had just been through about four or five years of transformation work. I had reshaped my life, changed directions on every level. And looking back, just realized that we have this amazing power within us and it can get programmed one way. And thank goodness, it can be deprogrammed and programmed in another direction. And really, that's what my whole story and what this work is all about. And to that end, kind of the third thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast, and then we're going to do this Rob Mitchell series. Actually, just got an email confirming we are recording it early next week. So in about a week, you'll start to see that. Early June 2016. Oh, and I'm sorry, I don't have notes. So like I said, I'm skipping around. I wanted to go back and cover this thing about bliss for just a second, because this is really important. And I've heard this several times, several ways. One of them was an email that I did from Jeanette Maw. You remember Jeanette from a uh, couple of podcasts back? She runs uh, goodvibeuniversity.com. 
goodvibeblog.com. She sent out an email and it said, if you put all of your daily activities, if you put all the things that you come across in a day or a week, whatever period, and put them on a scale from zero to 10, zero being pain, agony, oh, I don't want to do this, 10 being bliss, she challenged to say, why don't you spend your time doing eights and above? Now, I know you're the practical side of you is saying, yeah, but I'd be evicted from my house because I certainly wouldn't sit down and ever pay my bills. And that was addressed in the email of basically how to reframe things like that. Those things that you have to do that might not necessarily peg you on an eight, like sending money out of your checking account. So I've really been with that and just experimenting with it. Kind of in this, like I said, I'm in this limbo situation. One thing has completed. I'm working on the next thing. And I've just decided to stay in, try to stay in the eights, stay in that blissful zone. Well, it really culminated like the ice cream, the whipping cream and the cherry on top. I realized how much I truly loved something. This past weekend over Memorial Day in the U.S., they opened up Aspen Mountain to ski. Now, this was just one little area of the top of the mountain, but the snow was still remarkably good. So they gathered up a few people to run the chairlift, and uh, they let us ski. And it was absolutely amazing. Not only just to be there and be in this beautiful weather and spring skiing conditions, and everybody's just out there having a great time and having fun, but it really reconnected me with blissful energy. I don't know where things are going to lead from here, but I can tell you that the last six months have just been absolutely wonderful. Total connection with my heart, total connection with what makes me happy. And that was the thing is going up that chair, it just, I was literally moved to tears thinking how wonderful it all was. With every hope that everything that I'm connecting in the future will now carry that same bliss, that same enthusiasm, that same wonderfulness. And I was thinking, since I've arrived in Aspen, I don't have one bad memory here. That was one of the reasons I wanted to come here, is this was a place where I had no memories. There's no past. And I can honestly say that if I drove out of town and this was the last time I was here today, it has been a wonderful experience. Zero negative bad memories. Isn't that, isn't that just incredible? And to think that that's how life should be and can be. All right. One other thing that we just need to talk about, this is kind of family conversation, if you will. Really, it's a clearing because I, I feel like the empowerment of this podcast has been stymied a little bit because I've been ruminating on this since the last podcast, number 93. And if you were the well over a thousand people who listened to that podcast, you know that it was basically kind of just me reaching out saying, hey, I'd love some feedback from you. And I am really grateful. Every time you guys send an email, I really appreciate it. And they are always positive and they are always how the series of this podcast has touched your life and it really encourages me more than you'll ever know. So for those of you who responded to 93, I really appreciate it. And you're the faithful and you're probably listening to this one. What got me is there were probably fewer than 10 replies. 
So it really left me even more confused than I was going into 93, where I was just saying, hey, what, you know, kind of what trips your trigger? What pushes your button? What things are you interested in? Now I'm kind of wondering, is this uh, a bot, an audience of bots? Can bots hit iTunes? (laughs) I don't know. You know, the podcast hosting service has a tracking capability and it shows how many downloads there have been of the podcast and where they come from geographically you can see they're all over the world and then you know you put something out and you say hey just give me some feedback that basically is the amount of typing an email and a very disproportionate percentage let's say comes back actually saw the same pattern in rob's trading room Uh, he's the oil trading guy we're going to do the series with Maybe 5% of the members in his room contribute on a regular basis. Most sit back silent. And I don't know, maybe this is a reflection of the culture, you know, because I mean, I see this up here in Aspen a lot. The headphones are plugged, you know, the earplugs are plugged in. And so that means tuned out. Don't talk to me and I won't talk to you. Get to your destination. Headphones come out. You go on about your business. So certainly technology has had an impact, right? Now, remember, I said I've been mulling on this podcast for weeks, and one of the things that has been in the space, especially reflective in the, in the aftermath of 93, is that there's been an imbalance, basically, in my asking you to take action. For those of you who have followed the series, you know that this idea came to me on Easter weekend in 2013. My mom had just passed, and it basically was just do a podcast. And, you know, this isn't a news broadcast. This isn't a just informational broadcast. This is a metaphysical. This is what life is about. This is how the universe works. This is how we improve our lives kind of podcast, right? This is about studying and applying the laws of the universe, So what I've been meditating on and what's been coming through to me is just that there's this general disconnect between receiving and taking action. And I will tell you, I've been on Fred Dodson's membership site the last week or so, just really digesting some things. And he talks about this. You have to have thoughts, then words. That's where we speak things into existence. And then massive action. What is Tony Robbins' number one tenet? Massive action. And I think that's where this whole metaphysical and new age woo-woo movement gets stuck is that too much focus is on the just the thought part and too little emphasis on the action part. If you don't take action, you're going to get what you got and basically nothing more. So that just led to, well, how can I create action? Because like I said, this podcast has never been about an infomercial. I mean, there's nothing for sale here. And obviously, 93 kind of fell down. Fear busters, I mentioned in 93, fell down. So there's this gap of taking action. And I'm just wondering what the spiritual metaphysical impact of that is. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up on, and I'm not going to put a lot of effort into this, really got the idea in Sedona. I bumped into um, a family of hippies, (laughs) loved them, bought a psychedelic t-shirt from them. They were camping in a bus over on the west side of town, and they traveled the country, I think a man and his wife, and I think there were two kids in the bus, 
He does card readings, she sells the t-shirts, and they live strictly off of donations. You ask him, how much for the t-shirt? How much do you want to give? He gave an amazing card reading. How much? He just said, how much would you like to donate? And that's how he exists. I thought, now that's cool. So rather than just running into it, I sat with it for quite some long while. But I'm going to put in every iTunes description area and on the website in every podcast area now, I'm going to put a link to PayPal where you can take some action. And it's just a link that goes straight to PayPal to the donation area. And what the screen looks like is just like the guy, the hippie in the bus. There's a blank amount up there. You fill it in. If this podcast series has been beneficial to you, equal to the, say, a price of what you'd get out of Starbucks for, put that in. If it's been worth 50 cents, put 50 cents in. Take action. Hit the tip jar. Because this whole thing, the whole mantra of this theme is that you get what you put out. So here it is. Square up. Are you one who is going to put action into the universe? Are you one who is going to put generosity into the universe? My job is just to give you that opportunity. So I'm like a digital hippie sitting out here on iTunes, living out of my converted school bus, talking about life's experiences, and now giving you the chance to really put that into effect in your own life. So for those of you who choose to take action, I will thank you in advance. And for those of you who don't, I totally get it. Now, me, I'm taking a bunch of massive action on some things that are moving me toward my bliss. And that's the theme for today is I would encourage you to do exactly the same thing. Find those eights in your life. Look for the link. Take action, and I will see you with the Rob Mitchell series very shortly. And while you're doing it, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.